0: Spouse Club, the podcast that's redefining what it means to be a military spouse. I'm Joanna DeMott, and my co host, Catherine Prince, and I are both military spouses on a mission to challenge stereotypes, celebrate accomplishments, and provide a roadmap to professional success for military spouses. I'm the CEO of Green Zone Corporate Training, where we help corporations hire, attract, and retain military connected staff.
1: And I'm Catherine Prince, I'm an executive level talent acquisition professional. And I own The Spouse Solution, a recruitment and staffing firm focused on placing military spouses into corporate roles.
0: How are you doing today,
1: Catherine?
0: I'm doing great. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm doing really well. It's a glorious day in North Carolina. Is it? I cannot fun. <laughs> I love it.
1: Um. Well, excited to be here. Excited mm-hmm. to have this conversation.
0: Absolutely. It's an important one. What are we doing here?
1: We are talking about a military spouse employment and all of the, the roses and thorns. that come with it.
0: do not just say roses and thorns. I have to go get my manual out. Yeah. I mean, roses and thorns. I don't know if I've hit uh, that many roses, truthfully. It's
1: it's a difficult journey. Yeah.
0: And so how long have you been on this lovely journey? How long have you been impacted by by your journey?
1: Yeah, so I became a military spouse five years ago. And during that time, I've had three relocations. I would say I'm on my third or fourth career pivot. Mm. I've been forced to job seek two or three times. It's 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 been a fun one. What about you?
0: Uh, a couple years. Uh, I can't even, I don't even know, like 20, 20 plus years, I think, at this point. You're scaring me payments. that um, it,
1: it doesn't get better.
0: <laughs> sure. I, I, truthfully, the, the ecosystem has changed dramatically. And, and I think if you're in this sphere, you're going to know uh, the saltier you are. You're going to say that people like you, Catherine, have it so much easier than I had it. Uh, but I, I don't, uh, I don't know. It's just so it's, it's always been a challenge. We are always these tag alongs, you know, the, the, uh, the tag along military spouse, what do they call it? Trailing or trailing, the trailing spouse.
1: I was told that, um, very recently that I am living my husband's life. And I, I think that was important to hear. Um, but very difficult to hear.
0: Uh thoughts on that? <laughs> so I mean, that tends to think like people always say thank you to military spouses. Yeah. Know, you serve too. And I've always had a problem with that. I don't serve, I didn't serve. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've always had to subsume my own goals for his career trajectory. Yeah.
1: Is- yeah. And I, I think this is gonna be very interesting because. I am just coming out of denial mm. about my role as a military spouse uh, for the longest time I hid that and I didn't want to talk about it I didn't want to share it I thought that if I didn't have that attached to me that I could avoid um you know the the stereotypes and the um the issues that come along with you know the military spouse status while you're trying to build a professional career. And I am at the point now where I'm accepting the identity. I'm, I'm willing to say that I'm a military spouse, um, but I'm still learning so much about what this is going to mean for me in my career. And I think really exciting for us to have this conversation together because you've been doing this longer and you know so much more. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to learning from you alongside of our listeners.
0: I don't know. I think I learn from you too. You bring this excitement and I think there's a level of acceptance that I've reached that may be detrimental <laughs> to my own my own career path. So it's very exciting to to see somebody come in and maybe we can explore that cycle of of acceptance and and how you build your own career alongside this career trajectory that is not your own. Yeah. Uh, I do have to say that I was always proud and will always remain proud to be a military spouse and to have been able to offer that support. For sure. I don't want to think that I'm not proud.
1: I love it. And I'm I'm proud and I'm also angry and I'm also sad and happy. And it's it's a roller coaster ride of emotions, I think, that I'm dealing with as I kind of really learn what this all means. And um, again, all alongside of that, you're also just fighting to maintain your professional identity in that career. Um, so it, it really is a journey. And um, I think our goal really, how would you, what would you describe our goal as?
0: I think just an exploration. Okay. I, I'm not, I don't really have a hard and fast goal. I'm not trying to, uh, to tell our listeners how bad life is as a career military spouse. <laughs> it's not necessarily where I want to go with this. I just really, we will be bringing in guests and I yes. we'll want to hear what their experiences have been like. I want to uh, learn about more resources. That's something I want to learn about. I'm always looking for resources, but I also want this to be a place where we can vent without judgment. Yeah. So that's what I like about you, Kathy. <laughs> Is that I feel like I have to sit here and say that I'm proud, but you can express those emotions that aren't so positive. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll be the first to admit that I am angry sometimes um, and resentful. And I, I think when I'm thinking about the overarching goal and what do I want to accomplish with this podcast, I want there to be that kind of roadmap. Um, and they're all going to be so different depending on who we're talking to. Um but I want examples of people who have been able to maintain an identity outside of spouse and um, partner and, and mother even, Mm -hmm. um, and what their careers have looked like. And I want to applaud where we need to applaud because having that identity and being able to maintain that is it's success. Um, And again, also, Let's make this validating too, because this this there are some low points. there are some thorns. Um, yeah. and let's let's be transparent and talk about them. And I want people to know that they're not alone in their struggles as they try to you know find a new job or uh, navigate a new <laughs> yeah, a new uh, duty station, whatever it
0: is. I think it's also important too. and I would love to get some corporate listeners out there. Uh, to emphasize what I do at Green Zone Corporate Training and what you do at the Spouse Solution, understanding what military spouses go through in their career trajectories, and not only the the struggle, but what we can actually bring to an organization too. And when we talk to spouses who've moved, you know, I've moved all over the world. I've lived in so many countries. You have as well, and that we bring that diversity of thought to an organization, and some of the other assets that we we can bring because we have navigated this lifestyle and continue to navigate it and meet those challenges head all.
1: Absolutely. And every time I meet a new spouse, I'm always amazed by what they have to offer. Um, we all have different expertise, different backgrounds, diverse perspectives, um, diverse credentials, but they're always incredible people and would be such assets to an organization. And it just is such a shame to me that so many of us are job searching. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think couldn't agree more with that one. Um, would love to have corporate audiences hearing about this amazing community um, and you know learning more about, I guess, what we have to offer our, our struggles and what they can do differently when they're talking to us in interviews, at work, things like that.
0: Yeah, it gives them a, a, uh, kind of an inside look at this culture, or some may say it's a cult, but <laughs> it is the culture, and understanding that kind of cultural fluency, having a cultural fluency around what uh, our experiences are, is so important when you're trying to acquire a really great talent.
1: Absolutely. Now I know we have a few questions that we want to talk about with our guests, and we're gonna chat a little bit about them with each other today. Do you want to tackle one?
0: Sure. So we are gonna start every episode with one question, and that is. Catherine, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh my gosh, so funny.
1: I wanted to be a jockey. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ride race forces, which is hilarious for a number of reasons. First and foremost, both of my parents are like six foot or taller. Okay. And there was no scenario where I had the physique of a jockey. Okay. But I love that everyone was very supportive and nobody pointed that out when I would say, I'm going to be a jockey one
0: day. That's amazing. Uh, you may be able to be a disc jockey, but I'm, I'm thinking that that particular equestrian lifestyle is not going to be for you. It's not happening. For you. No. Uh, what about you? Uh, I wanted to be a lawyer. Okay. Um, I, I don't know why. I did uh, join the debate team in high school. I was on the debate team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We could just have a debate here. I that's
1: mean, true. I think we agree too often.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah. I mean, that's, that was it. Lawyer. And as much as I tried to convince my husband that I should go to law school, uh, that's not happened. He said I would be a student for the rest of my life if I could. And he's he's not wrong. Yeah. That's lifelong not, learner. Yeah. I am a lifelong learner. So yeah, pretty boring. Not as, not as exciting as being a jockey. Run
1: those you know, racehorses. Uh, yes. So funny. Um, I'm also curious. What do you think of the word
0: dependent? I love it. Um, I, I feel that I'm totally dependent upon. Oh, I hate it. I hate it that and I mean I've been called a dependent and also ma'am since I was 22. Mm. And being an individual and really you know paying for college on my own, doing everything on my own, being called a dependent when I when I married uh, Jack, my husband, um, was very tough. I don't think that we're dependent upon anybody. And I do know that you know, the the community is trying to change that particular word, but uh, it's, a, it's a hard one. Anytime you change a word or try to change some terminology in this particular culture, it becomes very difficult. So I don't love it. Yeah. How about you, Catherine?
1: Uh, Joanna and I were recently out and somebody asked us if we were active duty or dependent wives. And I said, I am not a dependent wife. And he said, oh, so you're active duty. And I said, no. I'm independent. I'm a military spouse and I'm independent. Um, Horrible, horrible way to describe somebody. Who wants to be described as dependent? We really need to fix this. Who do we need to talk to about that?
0: I I do think that people are trying to change it, uh, but yes, uh, you'd have to change every single system.
1: And they're so old and yeah.
0: So deers would have to be changed. A journey. Yeah, it's, it's a it's something. There are quite experience. a
1: few unemployed IT professionals that are also military spouses who could take a take a look at that.
0: Um <laughs> military contracting is a, a good joke, gen- But maybe we'll have somebody on who works with deers or who has worked in that organization um to help change that. But I think we can change it.
1: Yeah, just, just by totally. Yeah. yeah, how would you like to be referred to?
0: As a spouse. Yeah. So when I was married it was all wives and people oh, were constantly yeah. they, it, I mean and still you know a large proponent of military spouses are our wives but it took almost 20 years for them to change wives to, to the, spouse this, so now yeah. we are spouses so the dependent spouse or dependent uh, that would we can change that that's what we're going to do that's what we're gonna, another goal
1: should we just start calling ourselves independent spouses yes should this become the independent spouse Club? <laughs> <laughs> um, what about the term resilient, which is so often how we're described?
0: So resilient is a positive term mm-hmm. uh, but I don't I think it overemphasizes the fact that we will just put up with anything. Yeah. So we there's more acceptance around us meeting challenges that maybe we don't want to meet. So, Yes, we've met some challenges, but we don't want to continue to meet those challenges. So let's change some policy, let's change the way we talk about words like dependent so that we don't have to be so resilient. I'm not discussing resiliency around military family members, including children is not my favorite way to refer to us. Yeah,
1: I think there are so many better words to describe us,, um, and I'm sure we'll get into that um over time in these, in these podcasts. Um, But overall, I I don't identify as resilient. Like you should see how um, I was when, you know, my spouse deployed or, you know, when he's gone and I'm juggling, you know, full-time job and, uh, you know, owning a business and taking care of in-laws. And, you know, there is not a lot of resilience. There's a lot of perseverance. Mm. Um, But yeah. I don't know. I, I hate that. That's how I'm so often described just being a member of this community. Um, because I do think that there are better attributes, um, for us overall.
0: I think what those challenges drove in me is I'm really good at finding resources and yeah. I'm really good at networking. So it's asking for help and it's not necessarily resilience. It's finding resourceful. help. Or it's yeah.
1: Resourceful. We're very resourceful. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. And I I think that that's more universal than the resilience. Mm -hmm. When I meet different spouses, and I learn about them and what they've gone through, it's a resourceful community. Mm -hmm. And I think that we all have this, you know, kind of attitude, we're going to, we're going to get it done, we're going to make it happen, um, regardless of the obstacles. And yeah, just so many better ways to refer to this community. And I I think in my personal business, when I'm talking about the community, I make an effort to not use the word resilient. Do you find that you are avoiding it as well? It's a four letter word for me. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) And it's one of the things that I talk about in uh, the corporate training that I do. Yeah. Yeah. We don't use, we don't use that word. We don't use that word. there's, There's some others um dependent is one of them as well yeah so dependent resilient dependents. those are, are two words that you can pick one vocabulary add resourceful
1: yeah. let's add resourceful yeah um well coming to kind of the end of our session today should we do some rapid fire let's do it all right i'll go first um let's see biggest pet peeve as a military spouse
0: see i'm not very rapid <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's so many Uh, that I'm that I'm here to bake cookies for you.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You've never baked cookies for me. No, because that's not your purpose. No, that's not why
0: you exist. And there are several amazing bakers that I think that we can um, that we can support that that enjoy it, whether they're military spouses or part of the military community. We can do it that way. But I don't assume that I'm going to bake cookies. Yeah. Don't make that my job. That's my only value that I bring to your command or your family readiness team or your family readiness group. There are a lot of the things that I bring and have brought to commands Amen. besides cookies. Yeah. Love it. What about you?
1: Um, stop calling me a bride. Mm. I got married a long time ago. That was one day. I was barely a bride that day. I have accomplished so much. And for somebody to be like, oh, this must be Bob's bride. I'm like, actually, sir, <laughs> <laughs> sit back and hear about all of the things that I have done. Um, I just feel like it's summarizing my accomplishments um, in relation to my spouse and that one day. Um, and I, I absolutely hate it. What about you? Have you been called a bride?
0: No. How has that not happened to I you? Never. Uh, my. My husband was always very. I had to become involved at the command because he never told me anything. (laughs) Like never, he came home. He's very good about separating work from home. I respect almost too much. Too much. My friends would gossip with me and tell me about stuff that's going on at the command. Like, didn't we tell you about that? No, he doesn't tell me anything. Yeah. So no, I, I think he he really was very good about separating work and home life. So no, I did not have the pleasure of being called a bride. I had lots of assumptions placed upon me about what I did for a living or didn't do for Mm. a living, what my level of education was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I think very often we're getting into a lot of pet peeves right now, but very often I find that I'll be introduced and there's no interest in what I do professionally. Mm. Um, Mm. And that to me is kind of insulting. Mm -hmm. Right. And part of me is like, oh, we're Americans, we take work too seriously. That's too much part of our identity. But um, you know, I think that if I were a groom, <laughs> there probably would be more questions about what I do professionally, um, rather than, oh, do you guys have kids and, um, things like that.
0: We will have some grooms on this I love podcast it. for sure. And we will ask them. Okay. Yeah. If I... they're asked to bake cookies and if they're asked about what they do for a living. <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: Any other rapid fires for today? Um, favorite duty station.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Uh, so I have two okay. and they're both overseas <laughs> <brother> I <is now, laughs> yeah. and we were in Stuttgart, Germany, but both of them were the most challenging on our marriage yeah, marriage that, that took a hit, but yeah, those are my absolute favorite. And I don't think, and this is one of the positives or maybe a bit of sunshine being military spouses that I would ever have the chance to, live in those two places for more than you know a few months so yeah that's cool how about you uh i
1: mean i'm in <laughs> <laughs> experience we've had a very non-traditional Uh, journey up into this point, but we lived in Charlottesville, Virginia for two years while he was sent to grad school. And we talk all the time about how we could see retiring there. It's Mm -hmm. a beautiful place. Um, And I think back to those years so fondly. Also when COVID hit, um, so I'm probably the only person that was like, COVID, it was amazing. We just (laughs) stayed inside our beautiful home in Charlottesville, Virginia. And I ironically baked cookies, um, but not for (laughs) his colleagues, for him and myself. Um, So yeah, that was a good one. And I look forward to the future and seeing where else you know this takes us. Hopefully, we get to go overseas and enjoy some of that
0: international. Yeah. So one of the things that you will hear is "bloom where you're planted." Mm, yeah. Semper Gumby. And <laughs> so uh, I've bloomed where I was planted several times. I think it is what you make of it. uh But there are some places that I'm glad we never. Yeah. Stations. Okay. Yeah. Follow up least favorite
1: duty station
0: uh, here. <laughs> where,
1: where you guys uh, yeah. have officially
0: where kind we, of retired right. right but as far as the work work life I think and the uh yeah it's not my my favorite but again I've bloomed where we're planted. yeah we do, when we have a beautiful home it's five miles from the beach so I can't complain but you know we loved California we I grew up in Virginia and that's where maybe that's my least one now maybe that's my least favorite where I'm northern up. Virginia northern Virginia is now
1: absolutely. I think
0: it's my least favorite. Right? Interesting.
1: Yeah. Interesting. I'm still too new to say anything with confidence around that one. Um, I, I think I am doing a good job. I've been here since July and I think I am doing a good job of blooming where I I've been planted, which is here. Um, but it's been, it's been rough. I would say there are some weeds for a while. Um, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Love it. That's a great question. We're going to keep that one. Yeah. That's a good one.
1: All right. Well, I'm looking forward to this journey with you, looking forward to kind of talking out my feelings as we go, learning as we go and, um, yeah, showing the world what it means to be a professional military spouse, a working, a working spouse, um, and talking about the club.
0: I can't wait to hear what our guests say and their answers to these questions. I love hearing about other people's lifestyles and the the resources that they found Yeah, right? because we are so resourceful. So yeah, it's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah. And we're going to have some really cool guests. So definitely hit follow if that's a thing that you do on Apple podcasts, subscribe. What are the terms? We should have learned this before like, we started.
0: Subscribe, like
1: subscribe. Also download
0: okay. mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so go to our A website review. review five stars, star five stars. stars only
0: stars, star.
1: um yeah five star podcast all right we'll see you all soon